the Campbell Digital Network. This is season two of Camel Call, the podcast where we talk about Campbell athletics from the coaches, players, staff, and former student athletes that help make this place great. Hope you guys are having a great day. My name is Evan Bundrovich. We talk a lot on this podcast about pride. One person who certainly embodies pride for the Fighting Camels is Jeff Clays. He's a former 800-meter standout on the track and field team who is now back as a coach. But he was asked to help build a program from the ground up, resurrecting the throws group for track and field. He started last April after navigating the high school ranks as a teacher, coach, and an athletic director. Certainly somebody who has worn a lot of different hats to get to this point. Time now to learn more about track and field assistant coach Jeff Claves in our latest episode of Camel Call. Obviously, being away from home, I was born and raised in Wisconsin, so being down in, in Sampson County now is a, a different world. You know, as a city boy, grew up with a family that was extremely large, and uh, you know, always trying to find your way. And uh, when I took the chance on Campbell, you know, Campbell taking the chance on me, it really gave me a chance to really come into my own. And, you know, now here within the state, uh, it's, it's, you know, I keep using that word humbling, but I I can't believe the feeling when people come up to you and say thanks. And I, I feel like I haven't even talked to them yet, but it, they thank me for things that I've done. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad I can make an impact, you know, here down in the south, obviously for Campbell and for Sampson County. And uh, I'm a very prideful guy. And, you know, Campbell's obviously done so much for me. I look forward to, to seeing what I can do for Campbell here in the future. And, you know, within the state, all the, the years of being an AD and, and a track coach and, and all that stuff at the smallest little 1A level of North Carolina has really put me in a place to, to talk to a lot of people here in the state. So I feel like Campbell is going to be a, a very well-known program within the state of North Carolina, and uh, that will continue to extend nationally as we continue to build our brand. And, you know, we are Campbell. You know, roll humps. Jeff Claves, you have spiked hair. You have a beard growing out. What uh, what inspires the look for you day to day? Ah, the, the, oh man, the the athletes they joke around. You know, I feel like I was supposed to be six five. I think on a on a good day I stand five eight, but with the hair I'm five ten. So they look at the hair as uh, the extension of me trying to get to that goal of being six five. And you know, being a throws coach, of course, I'm around the guys that are a lot a lot taller and a lot more physically gifted than uh, say I was in this throws world. So. You know, I try to do what I can to, to look as intimidating and as barbaric, you know, when, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm super compassionate about what I do, super intense. And uh, the beard, the beard always comes into conversation with my mom. I'll be honest with you. She, she jokes around why, why do men, you know, <laughs> in their, their, their most attractive years of their life want to go ahead and grow a beard and cover up that face. And uh, I just keep telling my mom, beards are in. <laughs> Beards are in, Mom. So I'm going to go ahead and keep rocking the style. I think this is me, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Claims, how do you describe your personality with athletes when you're, especially guys on your team, girls on your team, when you're talking with them, when you're interacting with them? What's that like? Yeah, it's, um, you know, I think a, a really good saying, and a you know, huge shout-out to, to obviously the one who said this, and she'll know exactly who she is. But, um, you know, girls are always going to bond to fight, and guys are going to fight to bond. And, uh, you know, I kind of really established those two different cultures within the team. And uh, it's something we actually even highlighted early in the season here. And, you know, when, when the kids talk to me, I, I feel like they're always genuine. They feel like they can come to me. But flat out, it's just because I feel like I'm always going to be that guy that when you need me, I'm going to be there. 
but I'm never going to be overbearing to the fact of, you know, where I'm involved in everything. You know, the door is always open, and the kids know how much I care about them, how compassionate I am, and um, they come to me when they need me, but I'm, I'm never going to be the one to overstep my bounds and pry when, when there's no need to pry. So I'm a, I'm a huge mentor, huge supporter, and at the end of the day, just kind of an extension of, you know, their mom, dad, their support system, and, you know, we're, we're going to get things done together. It's not just me, it's not just them, but, but together. So they really have that understanding of us, you know, versus just me or you. Coach, let's start with the, the obvious question. What, what got you into competing in, in track and field and kind of trying out different events growing up? When I was born and raised, I was a multi-sport athlete and flat out football, basketball, baseball. It was all about just trying to get involved with as many different things as possible. And track was something I fell into just because there was an open season. I never started doing it until I was a freshman in high school and flat out, you know, got done with football, got done with basketball. And this coach had been recruiting me and recruiting me and recruiting me. Uh, little as you know, this guy turned out to be my second father and, uh, you know, really took care of me. But track kind of took off from my freshman year of high school. Certainly for you, coaching at Campbell has been exciting, but to compete as a college athlete, kind of give me a sense of that mindset of trying to put your best foot forward and and see what you can do. So when you run the 800, you know the pain is coming. And, you know, all the times of training, racing becomes the easy part. And, you know, competing at the Division One level and just being able to toe the line with all the best guys in the country is just something you embrace. And, uh, you know, I value every single one of the races I had. And you try to really, and I was a coach, embody that, you know, you never know when that last opportunity is going to come and to, to seize the moment. And I look back at all those races, and I'm always thinking about what I could have done better, even to this day. You know, I'm content with it. Those years are over. You know, it's about coaching now. But, you know, I feel I feel good and, you know, obviously honored about competing back in the day. For you personally, not only some records in the 800 here at Campbell, but a three-time academic All-American, which is not an easy thing to do. Well, what was it like to balance the course load and, and to do well in the classroom? Yeah, and at that time, um, you know, I wouldn't say I was – I was gifted with academic All-American status. Uh, you know, cross-country, we had an opportunity to compete at the NCAA um, cross-country regional meet, and uh, our team just was always high-achieving academically, and uh, we never had a chance to move on to the national meet, you know, or potentially like the national meet like the team does now, but we flat-out were committed in the classroom, and, you know, when I look back at that, it's the, it's the whole reason where I am today. You know, I've always tried to outwork everybody around me, even if they were my best friend, just because I know that's something you can never take away from anybody, and that's education and the tools that you bring to to what you're going to do. Certainly for you as someone who has set some records here on the track, and you see now the growth of the program where records are falling almost every week. We look at an article or we see a publication come out. Mm -hmm. How much pride as an alumni do you kind of have in seeing records continue to fall here at Campbell? The the record board having so many 2018, 2017, 2016s now is it just embodies how far we've come, you know. And it's not to say any of the athletes or coaches or anything that's come before us didn't do a great job. It's just the level of competition here at Campbell continues to rise, and that's all because of what those guys did laying the groundwork. And as an alumni, it's it's exciting because now I see what the investment is doing and you know where we're at here in Bowie's Creek you get the kids that are they're they're committed to those couple things in education 
academics and uh, and really embodying that whole family atmosphere and the things that we have to offer here in, in Samson, or not in Sampson County, in Bowie's Creek, thinking about where I lived there. And, um, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So proud of all the records that we're doing, but more importantly, it's because of the quality of kids that we're bringing into the area, and uh, we're bringing in these kids from from all over the world, all over this country, and you know they're they're high achieving kids. It's interesting you mentioned Sampson County. That's kind of where your coaching career got started mm-hmm. at Hobton High School, and that's pretty local to here, just outside of of Sampson County. But for you personally, just to experience the high school realm as a coach, what did you learn? What did you maybe experience developing young student athletes? Yeah, and I mean, you talk about that's the grassroots. And I think, you know, being a throws coach now, more importantly, I'm a coach in uh, in track and field. I, I feel very affluent to be able to coach a lot of different events. And a lot of us that are, are really skilled in coaching come from that background. And you see a lot of the commonalities. And uh, when I had that opportunity, it was fresh out of school. You know, I just had a math degree. There's always a demand of math teachers. And I fall into an area where I can make an immediate impact. And you find out right away that it's not about just teaching these kids math or a certain subject. And uh, I became multifaceted at wearing a bunch of different hats. And, you know, now where I'm at at Campbell, you know, it's the same thing. You know, when you're thinking about bringing a kid on a recruiting visit, you know, you're not just, you know, obviously talking about the athletic things that you can do for them. You're talking about what Campbell as a group, as a culture, as a program and as a university can do for them. So, you know, that little upbringing in Sampson County is what kind of brought that full circle and has really kind of instilled a lot of those, you know, grassroots wearing all those different hats. And I'll be the first one to tell you, I am never going to complain about having to do a whole bunch of other things because, you know, that's what I signed up for. You know, this is my job. This is my world. And, and I embrace that. So I'm, I'm excited to help in any way I can. Certainly need after serving a couple of years on the coaching staff, you had an opportunity to inherit an athletic directing position. And for someone kind of young and out of school, that's certainly different. But what was that experience like for you of taking the next step and all of a sudden a lot of those athletic programs are near your watch? Yeah, it's it puts you in a room with, uh, you know, in, in Sampson County, if I describe it as, you know, you kind of it's farm town USA. So, you know, you got a lot of these hardworking people that have been around the area for a long time. And, uh, you know, you you know who you know and uh, you're really close to those people. So when I got put into that circle, there were a whole bunch that were like, oh, geez, he's way too young for that. But once I was in the role and I was able to be in the room with those guys and what I was able to bring to the table, it's, uh, you know, it kind of switched directions right away. And uh, not only was I concerned about, you know, at that point, track and cross country, you know, what we were building in the track program, but it was about what can we do for the culture of, you know, Hopton or Sampson County, where I came from. And, you know, I think that one of the biggest takeaways I take from that is all the support within the county. And I'm not even sure if you knew this, Evan. There was a a complex project that we started when I was an athletic director, and uh, we were able to raise a quarter million dollars within a year to help with that complex. And that fundraising is still going on. It's probably one of the things where, you know, when you try to have a chapter close, one of the hardest things for me to leave when I left that position is you always want to leave it better than when you started. And uh, I really wanted to kind of break ground and, and have that go, but it's that project is still a full go. I look forward to seeing it all the way through kind of from afar now because it's not, it's not on, on, on my agenda, but uh, it's, it's a great opportunity. And gosh, when I think back, what, what a remarkable team to be able to work with there over in Sampson County. In your office here, you have three championship rings, and we'll kind of talk you through them. 
One of them is from your days at ETSU as a coach when you were getting your master's in 2012. Mm-hmm. Also on your ring collection is a high school athletic association ring in the track realm back in 2014. Yep. And one that certainly stands out, a state champion as a coach at Hobden High School. What's that like for you? Well, if you go through the progression, um, you know, kind of the little spark notes of how that all came about, I taught at Hopton for a year, and uh, right away I kind of got poached in a good way where I went to East Tennessee State to get my master's on a graduate assistantship, which a lot of us coaches do, and uh, was given the opportunity to coach the, the women's and men's distance team. And I worked primarily with the mid-distance runners, and uh, when we came to the outdoor track season, we were coming off uh, you know, the indoor championship, which was at our home facility where we lost on the last relay. And when the outdoor championship came, it came down to the 4x4, and it flat out came down to one of the middle distance runners stepping up, (laughs) and uh, we ended up winning that conference championship. So to bring home that ring for, you know, that team that, you know, obviously rich tradition, if anybody does any history or looks into East Tennessee State, Coach David E. Walker, my mentor there, uh, had taken an NCAA cross-country team to 13 straight NCAA performances, Uh, the Irish Brigade, his whole recruitment there is football coach turned track coach and uh he did he did great things for not only me but for for east tennessee state for all those years and then as the the progress happens and what kind of leads me here to campbell um kids at at hopton when we started investing in in the program of cross country and track started excelling and you know with these kids i, I never knew which events they were going to be good at and you kind of got to try them in a lot of different things and uh, two of those rings are representative of the community donating a, a state championship ring to me as a coach because of the, the things that we went through, kind of being battle-tested with those, with those kids. And uh, the first state champ I ever coached was a, a double state champ in shot put in discus, and uh, that whole throws world started from there. And then the latter one was a, a sprinter that never thought he was going to make it in the world of track and field. He actually is over at uh, Division One University now, NC Central. And uh, that young man ended up winning six state titles during his time at Hopton High School and really put that school not only in the county on the map, but it became a national, uh, not a national, a statewide recognized team. And uh, he did go to nationals as well. But it's, man, talk about, talk about a pathway. Certainly a sense of pride even on your face as, as you're talking about it. And here we are almost a year ago, and, and Coach Michael Kelly reaches out to you and gauges your interest in coming back to your alma mater. That must have been a fun conversation for you. Yeah, and you know, right away the competitive instinct you know, turns in. And to be a collegiate coach, uh, I like to explain it as a, you know, a select kind of group of individuals. You know, if you look at, you've got 60-plus guys you know, on a track and field roster, some schools up to 120, and you've got six coaches. So from all those athletes that potentially turn coaches, it's a very select few, almost a fraternity or sorority type feel. And, you know, when I was approached about the job, you know, I was like, me? (laughs) And, uh, you know, flat out when I left the, the world of college coaching after East Tennessee State and a short little stint at Florida Gulf Coast, you know, you always kind of think, well, I think that was it. You know, I'm, I'm making a career change and I'm going to go this pathway. So when, when I heard about it, competitive instinct I said all right let's go compete let's go get this thing and uh coach obviously having the belief in me to to start this throws program and and really hit the ground running with it speaks a lot and uh, I've got a lot of really close friends that are hugely supportive in this throws community and uh, I feel like 
you know, at, at this point, I've got too much support and I'm too smart to, to fail. So I'm going to try to do right by Campbell every single day and, you know, do, do all the right things. It's certainly neat when we talk about Campbell with the growth and with the development. And the throws program kind of falls right into that equation, recruiting athletes that kind of previously hadn't come to compete on the track and field program. And what, what's that like in terms of trying to start something I don't want to say from ground zero, but from sort of a, a softer spot and developing and building a culture of even just seeing more athletes come in and start building that program itself. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Coach Harris, our sprints and jumps coach now, can even speak to this. We, you know, last year when I was starting this up, um, had, had one recruited athlete uh, coming in April of 2017. There's only so much time, you know, for you to recruit for the upcoming fall. And uh, we had an entrepreneur that is uh, doing great things for us. Actually broke two school records himself last year. And uh, he's kind of spearheaded this whole, this whole energy and this whole train moving in the right direction. But when I was on campus and, uh, you know, I do a, 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 a lot around campus. I try to always be active and walking around. And I would kind of look into some athletic kids and be like, you look athletic. You know, I need to get in touch with you. And, uh, you know, just kind of spark up a conversation. Next thing you know, you find out about their athletic background. And um, when I got hired in 2017, we had zero throwers. And then in the fall, we had four on the roster. Uh, two more ended up walking on. So we went from zero to six. And then this year, we're now at 12 uh, throwers. So we've got eight men, four women. And uh, that number continues to increase. And it's not its not always about numbers in this case now. It's actually about quality. And uh, we've never been a, a program that's just all about numbers. It's actually about bringing in the quality individuals that are going to be able to succeed you know, here at Campbell. And uh, every single one of the kids that are on this roster now can make an impact. And uh, I look forward to seeing what they do with them investing in me and obviously the investment going right back into them. You certainly see it among your staff, but certainly when we look at what the cross-country team has done on the men's side and even the women getting better and on the track side, just the overall team performance rising up the Big South and with some players and athletes competing on the national level, how much pride is the staff and even to your point with some of the thrower athletes picking up their performance do you guys take in what this program's been able to do? It's unbelievable. You know, you look at Coach Kelly getting hired in 2012, and, you know, now we are ranked nationally, you know, 11th in one poll, and then in another poll we're ranked 12th nationally. And the distance team is obviously leading the way on that, and that's because of the quality student-athletes we've recruited and the relationship and the culture Coach Kelly's been able to build. So now the challenge comes to, to us on the staff, and this is us all being competitive just like when we were athletes, you know, the challenge is us to get athletes there as well. And, you know, the whole goal here at Campbell is, like last year, you know, winning the, the men's all-sports cup, which great recognition last night at the football game. It was great to see all those head coaches on the field. And, like, now we as a staff want to join Coach Kelly at those national meets. Coach Harris did it last year, taking uh, Sabina Allen, a terrific long jump, triple jumper from Jamaica. And, you know, the athletes that we're bringing in here are not just athletes that can, can do damage on the Big South level, but they're athletes that are talented enough to make it to the national level. So across the staff, across the board, we don't want to be the ones that are left out. But it's more so the quality kids that we're bringing in, we know they're, they have the ability when it's all said and done, to get to the national meet. And that's where we want to be every year, every season. Since a lot of fans don't necessarily see these athletes until the conference or until the nationals and whatnot, take us through a little bit the culture and that competitive fire that kind of resonates with, there's a lot of different teams that come together, but just with the group as a whole when they're out there training or getting ready to compete. 
Yeah, and that's that's definitely a huge culture change that you see here at Campbell right now for cross country and track and field. You know, when we're here in the office just during our, our na- normal hours, but with outside of practice, you've got throwers in my office with sprinters, with jumpers, you know, distance runners pop their heads in. You know, there is a continual effort from all of us across the board to get these kids to know one another. Each of their practices are so different, just like each of the sports here at Campbell. You know, we have, um, correct me if I'm wrong, was it 21, yeah. uh, 21 sports, you know, here that are all, you know, NCAA Division One sanctioned and when you flat out, we all get kind of caught up in our own little, you know, bat cave, if you want to call it that. And, you know, the athletes kind of do the thing, their own thing, too. And, you know, to kind of break that is is huge. And, and we really are doing that. And the, the athletes really buy into encouraging each other, seeing each other around campus. You know, hey, what are you doing? You studying this? I definitely want to be a part of that. And, you know, when we get to meets, especially conference championships, you know, when they're cheering for each other, it's not because they randomly showed up that day and got to know one another. It's flat out because they know the value they have in each other. And whenever you see a, a you know, a sprinter jumping for joy when a pole vaulter goes over a pole and knows actually what's going on over a certain bar, you know, it's it's a pretty cool feeling. And, you know, we've been in tight situations and when they got to go to battle for one another. Uh, sometimes there's nothing we can say. It's just that feeling they have for each other to be able to fight and kind of give it everything they've got. Certainly to your point, sometimes the best part of those outdoor and indoor competitions is when you have kind of the barricaded off section with the food, with the blankets, and everyone's huddled together kind of watching their meets and and going after through the weekend. Yeah, and it's... It's one where there's such a mental focus at those team camp areas. You know, people would walk by and think it's, uh, you know, kind of controlled chaos with so many different things being around. But, you know, each of those kids, when they show up to a meet, you know, uh, <laughs> I used a, a super funny analogy. Uh, you know, say like, you know, prairie dogs. You see a little prairie dog pop up from the little hole and go back down. They go to a track meet. It's so funny. Somebody will pop up at a certain spot and, like, they'll, they'll post up at that spot. And, like, those kids do that at those certain track meets. But when you walk by, it's like that's their spot. That's their little home. And, like, they flat out just take control of it, focus, and, man, Good energy, good energy for sure. For you guys now, especially on the on the throwing side and for the, the track and field side coming up here soon, people certainly understand that it, it's a younger program. There's a lot of newer kids, but what are kind of the goals maybe you've set for them, not just for this upcoming spring, but more for when they look down the road two, three years as they start finishing up their careers? Yeah, and it's... The goals for everyone is always going to be different. You know, obviously the the caliber you are coming in sets the standard of what your ceiling possibly could be. And, you know, each of those conversations happen individually. But right now, the one thing I do know is we've got kids on this roster that are good enough to make it to the national meet and be some of the best kids in the entire country. And uh, even the recruiting profile of all the kids that we're, we're talking to now are on that same level. And, you know, when we kind of talk about this standard that is, um, you know, we are Campbell and, you know, that's not never marginalizing any other school that kind of comes into it. But I want every kid to feel and to know that when they're at Campbell, like this is the program, you know, I am the coach. These are the professors. This is the atmosphere and this is the staff that can help do it for you. And, uh, you know, our, our, our web extends so far that, you know, we are seriously funded at the at the highest level what division one does and if kids come in here and want to succeed they're going to do it and we're going to go ahead and give them that opportunity and when i talk about we are campbell these kids believe that campbell is the place where they're going to be able to make it happen 
Has it sunk in yet for a former AD from Sampson County to <laughs> shift lines, to be back at his alma mater, and to almost have a couple of years now under his belt to start recruiting, to start visualizing that dream that you thought of maybe when you were an athlete? Oh, it could happen, but you never know. And it's, it's, it's man, I, you know, sometimes, I, sometimes I'm speechless, right? You know, it's humbling to be back at your alma mater because, you know, this is where it all started and this is the school that gave you a chance. So I can really embody that whole storyline when you talk about a school taking a chance on a kid or a school being able to provide for for yourself. And, you know, I look at, you know, from Sampson County and all these grassroots, it's man, at times I'm just speechless and I look forward to, to seeing where the growth goes and. You know, we're here. Let's get it done. Oh, what I'm talking about, baby. One, two, three, cheer. Let's go. See you later. Campbell Digital Network.